Hey everyone, I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of Something of That Essence. I'm joined today with JJ of JJ Grant. Um, I want to thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy we could do this today. Yeah. Um, so how are you feeling today? How's your day going? Um, it's fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a fast day. I just got um, some unexpected news. So I'm like mm -hmm. thrown off a little bit. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, just I want you to tell the people a little bit about who you are. Okay. Um, you have your own clothing brand, a very popular and fun brand, JJ Grant. Yes. So, um, can you get into a little bit about what the brand is about? Like, how the inception of it, you, know, you celebrate love. Yeah, for sure. So, um, JJ Grant is a love story for um, people that don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't know that. Um, I feel like uh, the more people that are discovering the brand, like, you know, especially like right now um, with, uh, yeah, like with the update uh, of my website and just like us, just like cleaning it up and like, you know, really telling like that brand story. I feel like more people are starting to figure it out. Well, I, I don't know if people was like figuring it out or people just think that like, I'm personally just like going through hell. Uh -huh. like, yeah. yeah, like I don't I don't know which one it is, but yeah. um JJ Grant is a love story, like and um I guess like the in like the simplest way to say it, like the easiest way to just put it is just like, you know, um is a love story told from the perspective of three robots. Mm -hmm. Right. So you have JJ, Ella, and Amigo. Each robot encounters love like at a different moment in their life mm -hmm. and their lives and uh each character responds to it different, you know, like uh making their outcomes different, you know, like and their experiences like within love different. So just like telling those stories and then also like exploring the concept of love, like outside of, you know, this um romantic like space like you know like when we're uh in reference to like family and friendships and self-love and you know um the bond between you know uh, mother and daughter and father and son and you know just really exploring like those mediums mm -hmm. Like all different facets of love like 100 percent. yeah yeah so i mean like i've i've been doing a lot of um I guess the subject at hand has been like, you know, um, uh, romance, you know, like love in a sense of like romance and heartbreak. And, yeah. um, but we're going to get there. Like, yeah, you know, we're going we, we to mm -hmm. get there. Yeah, I was going to ask because it does have like a lot of the heartbreak element you see. Right. Like, I'm the, about to tap into family, though. Okay. A few family ask. members been pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get there. I was going to ask, like, is your plan to like kind of follow that story and kind of go through each character and like unveil their stories through the brand? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like so, um, yeah. Gradually, like I will be peeling back like the layers of each character. Like we've um, we've dipped and dabbled like uh, in between Ella and JJ's personality. Like I haven't yet introduced like Amigo. Mm -hmm. um, which I have the hat on, the Amigo hat on. Um, so I haven't really, like, you know, I haven't had a chance to um, to redo. I haven't had a chance to really, like, uh, explore. Well, I've explored the characters, but I haven't had a chance to just, like, you know, like, go through that, take 
uh, the consumers on mm. that journey with me yet. Like, I feel like um, I get, I don't know, I'm crazy. Like, <laughs> I get excited. Like, you know, sometimes I don't stick to my own creative plan. Like, and I just, you know what I mean? Something might happen or something might happen to like, a friend of mine. And I'd be like, all right, hold on, you know, like. I want to just switch the tone or, you know, like I might feel like, damn, you know, my homegirl is really going through something and I feel like mm. a lot of people could relate to that story. And, you know, like that might be JJ's tone if she's on the phone and crying with me, mm. you know, like, um, well, not with me, but like crying to me and like um, feeling like, why can't this just work? Or, you know, like I just want love, like, or, you know, like I feel like um, I was taken advantage of on feeling super vulnerable, like, mm. You know, I'm feeling neglected. Like, all of these things, like, kind of, like, stems from uh, JJ. Like, yeah. so if that's the conversation at hand, like, like say, if I'm in the middle of a collection and then, like, I get one of those phone calls or, like, something happen something is happening with the people around me, it kind of, um, it alters, like, the art. Mm. You know, like, because I feel like, um, you know, as an artist, like, you know, it's it's my responsibility to reflect the times, like and what's what's going on, whether it's my story, my friend's story, or you know, like uh, a stranger's story. Like, you know, a story is a story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, um, yeah. But within due time, like I definitely want to like tap into like family matters and uh, sexuality and you know um, self love. Yeah, I think like those are like huge. You know, yeah. huge topics. Yeah, that's so dope because even though, like you said, you are you haven't had the time to, like, settle down and grow, like, explore all of those characters in depth yet, but that's, like, that's the I think that's the beauty of it because it's, like, it's going to be a journey that continues to, like, unfold, and right. I feel like that makes it more authentic right. versus people that just probably, like, just, let me just create whatever, you know? It's, like, exactly. you're literally telling a story and taking people on a journey. Exactly. So, that's really dope. Um, so, we, we were roommates in college. We were roommates yeah. in college. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, like, ever miss, Mo like, those days, like, Mobile, or just the college experience? You find ever find yourself, like, um, or was it just not, like, that? In wasn't that, like, really good for me? Yeah, like, some people, it's not their, you know, like, it's fun, but it's, like, real life, like, College is kind of like it's not not that it's not real life, but it's like this box of life. Like it's like right, and then it's like a whole other world out there once you leave college, and it's like now you really experience in life. Right, like so, um, yeah, like college was. I feel like college was hard for me. Yeah, I feel like college was hard. like not you know academically or like mm -hmm. yeah, no, yeah. just like um, making that transition um, from. Being outside, being on, a, being you know, in a neighborhood, being a, a high school kid, making the transition from being a high school kid to a college, uh, a college student, that in itself, I think, was just like tough. And then um, I think for me, campus life was like tough for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like that was like the toughest thing, like because like I I came into I came into college like not so friendly. Like, oh, yeah, you were a little mean. Not yeah. mean, mean, mean. You just have like. Like distant. A, yeah. But then I had came from another school. So, you know, like, um, I was just trying to figure it out. I was going through a lot of stuff, you know, personally, like, uh, like with my family. And then that was at a time where um, college was at a time where I was dealing with my sexuality. So it was weird, too, you know, like, just trying to figure that out. 
And yeah, like I was like, yeah, I swore I was gonna be a journalist. Like I just knew, like I was gonna be sitting there, and someone else would be sitting here, and I'm asking all of these questions. Like, yeah. so what made you do? Mm-hmm. And it just didn't. But remember, like when we was in school, um, um, broadcast journalism. Yeah, you know, it was, like yeah. it was like on the rise, mm-hmm. and the idea of like a newspaper was like. Psst, ancient like it was like yo what are you even talking about yeah um and even then like i didn't even like our um our i think we had to do like a elective yeah in, in college like my elective was like writing for the newspaper yeah yeah it wasn't yeah, i didn't yeah. even want to go on the radio like i was gonna ask you did you do the radio i was gonna ask you that. no no okay. and I, I did the newspaper mm-hmm. and um even now like recently i was trying to google like the um article that i wrote for the uh, the college paper, I forget the name the, of the college the paper. The, the Chimes, yeah, the yes, because I remember <laughs> I wrote on Kanye West and Taylor Swift the incident that happened, <laughs> and I couldn't find it. Like, yeah. do you remember that? I I remember they published it too. I was yeah. so excited about it, and then like I was like. At the time when they published that, I don't think they was really because they was rough on us. Like and that, like that. Um, I don't even Ryan, know what number? that was like a creative writing class. I don't know. Was it creative writing? The chimes, yeah, I don't. Ugh. They was he was like yeah, Brian was Brian was very harsh, yeah, he was. He was assertive. He was strict. <laughs> I'm like yo, this guy is. He was not sensitive to like yeah. anyone's style of writing at all. <laughs> I could have died in that classroom. <laughs> I had to go back to my dorm and rewrite this shit. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember writing for them for like a little bit. So, but you know, it's not too late. If you ever, you know, you could still tap into that. You could always tap into that. Yeah, I don't, but it's I'm just, not, yeah, it, it, it's not an interest of mine. Like mm-hmm. I find myself having more questions for myself mm-hmm. than for other people. Gotcha. Like these days. So do you ever like think of, because you used to do poetry too, right? Like yeah. write poetry. So do you yeah. still like tap into that space? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like. Um, not as much as I would like to, but um, I do. Like, I still write. Um, right now, I just, I write for one person. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sometimes. Yeah. It is funny, because I was going to ask you that question. Like, if you weren't doing what you currently do, what, what, I would what do you think you would be doing? Like, cause, Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah. I think I would be fucked up. Like, <laughs> I, would, I would be like, maybe what? I know I definitely wouldn't be doing what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. That's just wasting their time, you know, yeah. and calling it a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't that interesting? It's like wasted time is like what we call a good time. Well, not me, but what most people call a good That's time. That's very, yeah. Um, but I, what I would be doing if I wasn't doing J.J. Grant, if I wasn't doing J.J. Grant, I definitely wouldn't be on social media. Mm. Like that's I know that for sure. Mm. Um, I would have no social media, and um, I've heard a few people say that. Maybe yeah. teaching. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, like I always wanted to be like an English teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that like now that I'm I'm thirty, thirty one, um, Definitely, like, I probably would be, like, an arts teacher, like, an art teacher or something like that. Like, um, 
something that like you know I, I would want to work with kids like to some extent like mm -hmm. work with the youth to some extent I just don't know exactly what that would look like because all I see is this mm, you yeah, know like, I can't yeah. even see like the thought of like if this don't work is like it's, it's working yeah it's like <laughs> non-existent right like I feel like yeah. when you like w like once you start like you know, like opening up like those spaces, like those portals in your mind, like doubt creeping. Like I can't even mm -hmm. think about like this not working. Something else, yeah. Yeah, like or like some. I think you said something of that nature. Like you just didn't oh, see you yourself. Mean like J, uh, yeah, like like JJ Grant. The yeah, party. like being so you know like. And I I I was like really because like when I felt like you always had that in you. Like even just like your style is like like you said is unique. Like you wouldn't do something that everybody else is doing. Right. So I was like. I mean, yeah, I always got dressed. Like, <laughs> but I think I think is is more to getting dressed. Like when I think of like getting dressed now. I think of a consumer, you know, you know, like, like, I don't even know if, because it's like, I'm on the other side of it. So it's not even like getting dressed. Like, you know, like that's not even the, the mind frame for me. Like it's, it's, to me, it's almost like corny, you know, like I just put shit on, like I just be putting shit together. And it's like, yeah, if I like it, I like it. I ain't really, you know, but it's also cause I don't get dressed for likes, you know, like a lot of people get dressed for likes. Like I get dressed for me. Like I dress, you know, according to how I feel yeah. when I wake up. But uh, I remember the conversation you was talking about, and I was referencing uh, the brand JJ Grant. Yeah, like I, this I didn't have. Um, you know, we just sat here and talked about uh, college. college. Like, yeah. you know, in college, I thought I was uh, gonna be a journalist. You know, um, before then, I thought I would be uh, a teacher. Before then, I thought I would be a lawyer. Um, I never thought I would have my own clothing brand because I didn't know that it, that was even an option. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know that was a possibility. Like, we wore clothes, but, like, that's where I think, like, that's where my mind stopped. Like, mm -hmm. it didn't, like, didn't, you know, continue on to, oh, I could actually make this. Or, like, you're wearing, um, back then, like, in college, like... Uh, uh, Tavernides, right? This is like during the Tavernides era. It's like, you know, I'm not thinking like, oh, like, I can own Tavernides. Like, mm. you know, I can make, you know, Tavernides. Like, I can have a jean brand. Like, um, or, you know, even the same with Antiques or, or Robins. Like, you, we just wore them. We just wore all that shit because we were kids. So, yeah, it wasn't until I came back from college and I was working, um, came back from college broke as fuck um, and having to figure out life and, you know, just uh, make an, another transition, like, you know, like from a college, a college student to um, a young adult at this point, because I got to get a job now. I got to figure, you know, I got to figure it out. Um, I dropped out of college. So, you know, it's just like, now what? You know what I mean? Like, and coming back to the city, all your friends is they in club mode, they in party mode, because you know I left right after high school, so that was they like time to experience the clubs and you know uh, start drinking and doing all of these other like you know um, super mature things like while I was stuck on campus. So coming back, I'm like, all right, well the first thing I need is a job because I've been away for too long without one, yeah. and um, I got a job working overnight in Hollister. In Soho, right there. Um, oh, okay. On um, what is that? Uh, Broadway. Uh, by um, 
the Adidas store. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so um, I got a job working overnight there in Hollister, and um, I was a part of the denim team. And um, very early on, like, one of my managers realized that um, I paid attention to detail. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, I was really good at visual displays. So he put me, uh, I was in charge of doing all of, this, all of the displays uh, in Hollister, Soho. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm doing that, and, you know, like, I'm just, like, I'm vibing with my coworkers. I'm building new relationships, like, and um, this was, like, a really, really important time, like, um, I think just like in uh, street culture, in, in my life, like um, the energy downtown in Soho, like, you know, like uh, around this time was just heavy, like uh, 40 ounce, uh, 40 ounce Vans. He was going crazy with the snapbacks and he had shit in the chokehold. Uh, BBC was, I mean, like at an all time high, Bape was insane like we was leaving work to go to bait like yo write us up fire us do whatever we not missing this big drop like it was that crazy so you know and a lot of my co-workers were soho kids like they really like loved this shit um one of my co-workers he was from um the projects down there at les and at that time i was living in the projects down there at les and um yeah, like we were, he, we would always walk home from school. At, uh, I was from school. We would always walk home from um, work together. Um, we would take that walk, uh, troop it, like um, when our shift was over. And he would always tell me about his brand. He had a brand at the time called uh, E-Rare. He, I think he still got the brand. And they would, everything that, most of the stuff that people are doing now, he was doing then. Wow. Like he was like, you know, like really building content. And he had the screen printing machine and in the projects, like in his living room. Like I remember I went to go see it at, it had to have been like, like four in the morning, five in the morning, like, cause I, I, I couldn't even understand what he was. He was like, yo, yeah, you know, you can make your own t-shirts and I print it up and it's in my living room. And I'm like, bro, what are you, like, slow down. Yeah. What are you talking about right now? Like you make your own t-shirts, like. He wasn't lying. <laughs> now I'll make my own t-shirts. Mm -hmm. So That's yeah, really so it, it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't something that I planned. It was something that happened. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's why I feel like um, it's God's plan. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it is a lot of hard work and dedication and strategy and sleepless nights and anxiety. And I'm still, you know, figuring it out, like, and figuring out how to balance that in my personal life and um, in my personality, too. Like, is you know, it's a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, I was actually gonna ask you <laughs> yeah. that too. Like, do you like how do you find the balance between like your personal style and or like you know like like you said your personality, but like your personal style and creating a brand that other people consume? Because you know how sometimes you like even with me, sometimes I tell myself like you might like it, but it don't mean like other people are gonna like it. You know, right. like, even with podcasting, like the content I might talk about different things. So it's like. And I feel like I struggle with even just um, like my personality, like opening up to people. Because in order to be successful, you kind of got to like, you don't got to change who you are, but you got to be a little bit more flexible sometimes to be able to network with people and stuff like that. So like, 100%. yeah, like how do you? That's the shit they don't teach you growing <laughs> up. Right. I feel like, I feel like we was, now we was taught the wrong 
the wrong things, but I just feel like it was so much like that was left unsaid. You know what I mean? So much was left on the table. Like growing up, mm -hmm. then you become a you know a adult. Like you hit thirty and you in these spaces like with all you know all these different people and faces, and um, yeah, you you got to kind of like figure it out. Like one of the things is like I remember like being uh, being a kid and being taught like you know. If you feel some type of way, you gotta say it. Like that's how you feel. Say it. It's like no, <laughs> like absolutely not. You gotta know there's a time and place, you know, mm -hmm. for everything. You gotta know when to say certain things, when not to say certain things. You know who you're around. Um, everything matters. Like so, you know, it'll be stuff like that, or just like feeling like. Um, well, your original your original question was um, any spaces, right? Like, or just even like you might feel like you don't like someone, right? And you know, coming from where we come from, it's like if you don't like someone, they gotta feel that, they gotta know that you don't mm -hmm. like them, like because the opposite of that is being phony, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, mm -hmm. and that's something else that's just like bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Right, like it's like with people and not you know, like you. Mm -hmm. There's going to be times, there's going to be situations, like there's going to be circumstances where you have to be phony and it's not always a negative thing. Like, and you know, it's not a negative thing or a positive thing. It just is like, you know, sometimes we got to get through like the moment we got to get through like, um, yeah. yeah, we got, we got to get through it because, you know, like we fighting for a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. So, and I felt like I wasn't, um, I wasn't taught that. You know what I mean? Like, as a kid, like, yeah. how to get through it. Like, I was taught, like, you know, you address you address stuff head on. Like, you see something that's not right, like, you call it out. You know, like, not understanding that. You see something that's not wrong, you call it out. Now this person feels embarrassed, and there's a consequence. You know what I mean? There's a reaction. Excuse yeah. me, it's not a consequence. That sounds a little too heavy. There's a reaction after that, like, and... The energy, the energy, you know, shifts. Mm -hmm. So you gotta be like, I think like I'm, I'm more mindful now than ever before, but I'm also in a space where I'ma be me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because I've been in rooms where um, I wasn't myself. I've had, you know, business relationships. I, I've tried to maintain business relationships with people that I feel like didn't really understand who I was. And because they didn't understand who I was for multiple reasons, they, they didn't take the time to, I didn't, I didn't take the time to, mm -hmm. you know, like, and then when certain uh, situations, um, when certain things happened, you know, like when certain situations presented itself, it was hard for us to really recover because I don't really know you and you already know me. So, I don't, I, you know, like I can't hold on to, you know, your, like your intent because I don't know what your intent was. Yeah. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like it was just business, you know, and, and even that, like just like understanding that and not taking that personal, like it's just business, mm -hmm. you know, like and I'm learning that a lot. Like it's just business is crazy like <laughs> but it's real like yeah that's been a lesson for me too is like learning to not take everything personally because i feel like i'm like a very very sensitive person and i feel like it's really helped me back a lot in life because it's like you got to have like tough skin like everything isn't personal you got to right. know how to like separate yourself from like or just basically have a strong center in yourself like 
like even the point when you said about um, being in spaces and not being completely yourself. Like, right. I, I feel like that was me for a long time, and like I feel like I literally lost my identity after a while. Like I had to like mm. kind of go back and re-figure out who I was because I was like trying so hard to fit into these spaces, like whether it was professional and stuff like that. And I was actually just talking about this um, in, the, in the other episode, another recent um, episode. And I was telling my coworker, like, well, she was my former coworker. And I was telling her, like, I wish I had more backbone. Because I walked into certain spaces, like, kind of ashamed. Because, mm. like, you're getting into these spaces with people that you feel like, oh, especially if they're not from your background. Like, they're, they might have grown up a little bit more privileged. Or they might have, like, both 100%. parents in the household. They just had certain things. Kind of like the thing with Tupac said, my, I'm a rose that go, you know, go through concrete and my petal is hanging to the side. And like, you feel like that rose, but you don't see the beauty in it. Like, right. You know, you just feel yourself being the fragile rose. Right. And, and you, you got to, there has been um, plenty of times and um, a friend of mine, like I kind of look at him like as, as a mentor, he's helped me with this a lot. You know, like you have to remind yourself what you bring to the table. And sometimes you gotta remind yourself that you are the table. You know, like, and it is not, it's not to be cocky, it's not to be conceited. You know, like, it's to keep things um, in perspective and in alignment because if, if, if I open this space up, right? Like, and it's me and, you know, my friends and my family, right? And we fill this table up right here. Everybody, everybody's in this space. Everybody got a cup, right? Everybody's sitting their cup on this table, right? But I bought this table. If you could respect and acknowledge the fact that I purchased this table, then I feel like you will value the position of your cup on this table. You, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if you don't care about who owned the furniture, then you don't give a fuck. I'm doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's just yeah. like, and, and and I feel like it be a respect level, you know, like it, it be a respect uh, respect level that be missing in all of this. And when you try to have that conversation with, and it's not outsiders, it's the people that's closest to it, you. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. Right? When you try to have that conversation with the people that's uh, closest to you, and I know I, I went left no, a little no, bit no, with this. It's hard for them to digest. They feel like you're throwing stuff in their face. They feel like you're throwing your weight around. Like, but if I like, is I ain't lying. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and this this is not to say that you didn't earn your cup position on this table, yeah. because you might have earned that too. And I could acknowledge that too. Yo, I this your table, but this is my space. I earned that. You absolutely right. And I could respect that and appreciate that. But it don't be that. It's not mutual. Like, everybody gets so combative and it's just like, what? This your table, but I gave you a penny to buy that towards like that. Kind of. Like, a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. And it, it, I feel like we got to strip the entitlement yeah. out of it. Like, the entitlement, the ego, even me. Like, you know, mm -hmm. the ego is so tricky. It really is. Um, and it, it shows up, like, you know, at, uh, it shows up, like, um, at weird times, like, you know, at the most unexpected times, like your ego just uh, slip in and you'll think you're standing on principle, but you're really standing on ego. Mm -hmm. 
you know, like, and you you got to check yourself a lot of the times, like, know what you're fighting for. Like, I feel like it's a, it's a big thing for me, like, and knowing the difference between, like, you know, my values and my principles, yeah. you know, um, yeah, or, or not even, I, I actually take that back, like, knowing the difference between my perf- my preferences, mm-hmm. know the difference, knowing the difference Excuse me, knowing the differences between what I preference and what I value. Because we could go back and forth all day about my preference. I'm not going back and forth about my values. My values are my values. Yeah. You either with it or you're not. Yeah. And I could respect that, you know. Like, mm-hmm. But if you want to argue over opinion, like I could kick shit with you all day. Like, yeah. you know, so it'd be a lie. And then going back to what you were saying about walking in the rooms, right? That's because... A lot of the times, like when we enter, when we enter into these spaces, we feel like subconsciously we feel like everyone else in this space deserves to be here. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you start second guessing yourself, like, yo, damn, how did I make it here? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm here, or now I'm here. I gotta prove myself, or, and it's just like, but, and this is what I mean about like, I have more questions for myself these days than I do for other people because why do I feel like that? Why do I feel like I'm less deserving of any opportunity than the next person? Why do I feel like I'm less deserving, you know, to be in this room? Like, if you here, why I can't be here? You know, regardless of how I look, like, I don't care if I walk in this bitch with one leg. I don't care if I walk in here smelling like weed. Like, somebody invited me in here and I'm not going home. Mm. And, And that's my attitude now. Like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even comparing myself to nobody in the room. I'm here. Exactly. I'm here, like, yeah. yo, like, mm-hmm. and, and, and while I'm sitting here, that's all I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking, oh, shit, JJ, you here. Yeah. I'm not thinking, yo, you know, like, I'm here, but why they call, why you think they call me, or, yo, damn, like, how can I hold conversation with homie across them? Yeah. Nah, just like, because just if, just like I'm trying to think how can I build a relationship with you, you should be thinking about how you could build a relationship with me, yeah. and if you not... Okay, yeah. but like we still here. I still, you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm, you know, like it. Fuck it, like, you, I, you know, life with that because yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find like a, a better way, energy. yeah, a better way to say it because it's like you know, and you know, especially for me being like a female, me being a black female, me being in a male dominant uh, sport. Cause that's a, like this. All of this is, you know, this is a sport. There's no different than, you know, basketball, or football, or, uh, the music industry. So, um, of course, like, you know, I could easily wake up and feel like I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to be here. I could easily wake up and feel unwanted. You know, like I'm walking into a room full of men. It's you know, dark and I'm book. not selling sex. Like, right, which is, yeah, I mean, is such a hypersexual culture right now. Yeah, it's like, it's crazy. So it's like, you got, I got a lot of strikes against me. It's like, I'm a female, mm-hmm. I'm black, I am a lesbian, mm-hmm. I'm not selling sex, mm-hmm. you know, like, in a sense of like, I am selling sex, but I'm not about to, you know, have sex with one of these men, yeah. one of these guys, you know, I'm not fucking my way to the top. So it's like, I gotta be assertive, like, I, like, I can't really come to play. And I can't doubt myself in the process. Like, my confidence got to be, you know what I mean? Like, times 10. Everything got to be times so 10. more, though, I feel. 
when you come across like timid because i've experienced that like when you come across timid like people i notice that like people take it for take you for granted like sometimes i used to think being nice was like oh if i just come off nice and you know i'm just gonna get along with everybody but that's not true sometimes if you come off nice people are like oh like you know but sometimes when you come off like this is what it is people respect that more i feel like they gravitate towards that you know uh i don't i, I don't really like nice people i'll take that back i don't care for nice people because nice is just polite yeah that's all nice is nice is just polite and what does that mean you know like usually a pushover kind of <laughs> what the energy gives right like okay like you was trained like someone trained you on how to how to be polite like you know you got this formal nice shit down pack but you like that's not stopping you from doing something like that my neighbor won't do like nice don't prevent anything like yeah. it's just like you know i figured out how to say fuck you with a smile on my face mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and you have no clue that I just said fuck you. Like, yeah. so I, I think it's a skill. It's a good skill to have. But, you know, being nice, I, I think that is a skill set. Um, but it, I don't really have that. Yeah. But it, it, I think, it, yeah, like you said, I think it just comes with, like, your mannerisms. But it's, I don't even think, yeah, I don't even think it's really a big, like, important. It is important, but it's more respect. Right. Just respect. Right. 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 And, and, respect and that's how I feel. I'll yeah. take, you know, respect over nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you just have, yeah, yeah. just have, like, you know. Yeah, I definitely try to find level of respect that balance. For but I feel like, because, like, you're, you are from the Bronx, right? Like, yeah, from raised. And obviously, like, we, well, we didn't, we first met in college, but we yeah. know, like, a lot of the similar people, same right. neighborhoods and stuff like that. And I used to always kind of feel like growing up in that environment kind of made me, like, because my mother was, like, in the streets. She was a certain type of way. She was very aggressive, like. I'm like almost, I used to be like that when I was younger because you know, when you're young, you soak in so much of your environment and you literally start to spit that out. But as I got older, I was just like, no, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like punching people in the face. <laughs> like, right. You know, right. like just yes. because they said something right. or stuff like that. So I feel like I kind of veered to uh, an extreme of trying to be different than my upbringing. And yeah, so it's like, I feel like it, it just, I don't know, I feel like I went through, like, a lot of identity issues. I was about to say, do you feel like you lost, you yeah, lost yourself like went, in the process of Yeah, that? like, throughout, like, even throughout college, and, like, I didn't realize, because, you know, like, we didn't talk about things like depression, we didn't talk about things like anxiety growing up, like, people only really got therapy if something, like, really crazy happened. Right. You know, so it, it was interesting, like, when I be thinking back to, like, some of my behaviors, like, throughout high school, I'm like, you were depressed. <laughs> you know, like being withdrawn and stuff like that, that's not normal. I had to like really notice that like being extremely withdrawn is like, it's not really normal. Right. Like it's, it's everybody has like a, a, a trait, like some people more talkative, some people introverted, extroverted, but being extremely withdrawn, I was like, that's not normal. Yeah. So it's just interesting. Like as you get older, you start to learn different things and you start to kind of like grow, you know, like into yourself and you right. can just kind of see like who you really want to be right. versus what your environment like turned you into or like. Right. I think we all have like a moment, you know what I mean? Like where, where we, uh, I feel like we, uh, we all have a moment where, um, I don't know how many people take advantage of that moment, but I feel like there's, uh, for everyone, there's a moment where you just kind of like, okay, like ask yourself, like, you know, where where am I headed? Like, who do I want to be? Who am I? Mm -hmm. um, you just start challenging, like, everything that um, 
you've learned, everything you was taught, the things that you hold uh, dear to your heart, like, you know, values, morals, preferences. Uh, I went through it. I didn't go through that in college. Like, I went through that um, after college. But that's a real scary place because if you don't, if you don't, um, I feel like if you're not prepared to find those answers, you just kind of had a moment with yourself and then you go right back to like, you know, the only thing that you know. Mm -hmm. You know, like for me, like when I had that conversation with myself, I really wanted to find the answers. I wanted to find the truth. Like I wanted to figure it out. Like, and once you, once I started doing that, like nothing made sense anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah, nothing made sense anymore. The way I respond to situations, like, you know, and even now, like I still, I still find myself responding to situations how I did um, in my past. Like, but you know, like, I've been through so much, like so. Is like I'm not, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I can only, I can only be, you know, who I am, like because of the things that you know, like I've been through. Um, but shit, I try, like every day, you know what I mean? Like I feel like all we could do is just like get up and try. Yeah. You know, like every day you try to be a better person, like try to figure it out. You know, uh, willingness is a big thing, right? Like if you're not willing, then you know, what are we doing? We just sitting and having these conversations. But the environments in which we grew up and things that, you know, it's so much that has contributed to, you know, growth and development and why we are, you know, the way that we are and, you know, why we arrived the way that we arrived. And for us, like, you know, like coming from the South Bronx, like coming from like, you know, like these single parent households, like we're just taught how to survive. Yeah. You know, like, and what I mean by that, I mean, we're taught how to survive in the most extreme way. We're not taught, you know, how to maintain relationships. We're not taught, you know, like how to have healthy conversations. We're not taught, you know, like um, how powerful, like, you know, conversation is, right? Like, you know, growing up, we was taught like, yo, I ain't doing too much talking. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> that shit is just like crazy. What do you mean you're not doing too much talking? Like... Oh, like, oh, like, you know, like, all we have is conversation and communication. Like, that conversation is going to change the world. Yeah. It has, you know, like, I could start, I could enter into a conversation with this perspective, and by the time I'm done, I could have a total different perspective. If that's not beauty, then what is? Yeah. You know, like, and I feel like growing up, um, and even now, like, still, like, um, I was just talking to a friend of mine, and... She was like, yeah, like, um, you know, like, I, I'm tired of talking. Like, I'm, you know, like, I'm, I'm just tired of talking. And I'm like, well, if you're tired of talking, then you have, we have a big problem. Mm. You know, that's not something like, because if you're tired of talking, then, like, what are you, what are you ready to do? Yeah. Do you think that's, like, why do you, like, well, I was going to say, why do you think she might feel that way? Because do you think sometimes people just get exhausted? Like, they feel like they might be expressing something and, like, they don't see the... The, not the validation, but, like, the affirmation or, like, the change or just... Or I, is it more like an attitude thing? Like, I just don't want to talk, like, you know? I, it? I think that uh, it, it is an attitude thing. Um, I think a part of it is an attitude thing. Um, I think the other part of it is that 
for whatever reason, people uh, really believe that there is only one truth. Mm. You know, like, and that's not true. You know, like, yeah. Um, yeah, like there's multiple like points of views. Like when something happened, you're seeing it from your point of view. That's your truth. Someone else, you know what I mean? Like, non-stop sin has a different uh, POV than you. Like, it doesn't mean that you're lying or they're lying. Like, two truths can exist, like, at the same time. And, yeah, like, I think, like, that's, like, you know, like, so... Um, because that's a hard pill for most people to swallow, just like a hard concept to wrap your head around. It's like you get frustrated and, you know, you start feeling hopeless and you feel like, yo, you know, like, nah, you're not getting it because your goal, you know, the person that feels like I'm tired of talking, you feel like you're tired of talking because your goal within the conversation isn't to inspire. Mm -hmm. Your goal within the conversation is to change. And I feel like that reality, you know, like that expectation is not reality. Like, yeah. do you know how hard it is to like, like, what do you, right. So it's like, if you go into the conversation, like, you know, with the intentions to inspire and to, you know, peak curiosity, like if I can for a moment, just have you, you know, question the things that are coming out of your mouth or just, or if not that, just see, you know, find a kernel of truth in what I'm saying, mm -hmm. then I feel like that's a successful conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna go into a conversation trying to change your values and then become so frustrated and aggravated, I feel like, that's it, I don't wanna talk to you. You fucking dumb. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. No, it ain't. It is. Some people, yeah, they don't even have that, like, they don't have that intention, like you said, like, when you start the conversations. And it's so interesting because, like, with social media now, it's like, everybody's talking more, but right, it's just but no, more combative. It's like, no, it's no real ground. What, what were you going to say? A hundred percent. It's yeah. like, I've been saying this, I've been, I've been saying this Drake, this Drake line ever since the song came out, right? Because I, I just thought it was just, like, on point. Um, he said... Message, message says delivered, but you ain't get it, though. Mm. And, you know, like, it's witty, it's cute, it's funny, but it's the truth. Yeah, it's like a You know, double. right. Yeah. It's like all of, like, we, we send all of these, you know, all these text messages. Because that's, you know, like, that's how uh, most people communicate, you know, these days right now, right, through phones. Yeah. So we have, like, you know, like... Um, all of these different levels of conversations through phones, like through uh, iMessage, or if you have an Android, through text, whatever whatever the case is. And it says delivered, right? And the concept of delivered means that you received, yeah. you know, whatever it is that I'm giving you, you have received it. But y'all not receiving the information. Y'all yeah. not processing the information. And people love to jump off of subject like it's so hard like to have like conversations with people and you know like I'm people a lot of times because yeah. I'm doing a thousand things like so you know like I jump but yeah I'm people sometimes <laughs> yeah I'm people sometimes I, I be peeping my um I feel like I have this thing sometimes where I gotta I, I'm a know-it-all like Yo. I gotta be a know-it-all okay oh a know-it-all yeah. right yeah like I gotta be right like even me and my sister like we'll be saying the same thing right because you're like, a twin yeah yeah Yep, and we'll be saying the same thing, but it's like 
we both of us got to get our point, and we both want each other to validate like right. but y'all, what we saying. But we come y'all at saying it. the same thing. Saying the same thing. So y'all arguing mm-hmm. over like yeah. truths. Yeah. So I do want to get in. I had some of the questions about um, love and relationships. Let's do it. Um, because one of your clothing like slogans do you do you call them slogans like what do you like the love kills and things like that like what do you like title them um phrases phrases okay phrases Mm -hmm. because that's what i wanted to actually like when you say love kills all living things because that's really deep (laughs) yeah so um because you know most people is that like kind of playing on the, the the heart the bad like you know like the heartbreak aspect of love or like how yeah so that's like that tone is definitely Ella's tone Mm -hmm. um that comes from like a bitter place you know like um yeah that that comes from like a a place of revenge a a place of uh bitterness and what it means is like if Not what it means, but I guess like when uh, designing it, like I just was, um, we was just like designing from a place of not recovering. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From uh, a failed relationships, like a failed relationship. A lot of people, I feel like a lot of people speak on recovery, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, like I'm healed, I'm good. But I know like, you know, like I've had relationships in my past that I haven't recovered from. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like to pretend like I wish them well. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't, I don't care to like even like pretend like what what happened was okay. Yeah. Like it wasn't okay. Like what you did was fucked up. Mm-hmm. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, like right. Like and and that is you know like that is the story. Like that is the place that I'm designing from, and. It's not, you know, like, I don't, because, I, I, like, the word toxic just popped up in my head, like, well, what does mean? And it's, like, I don't even think it's, like, a toxic place. Like, um, I know you didn't ask me that, but. It's, the, it's funny because the question's here. Oh, what, yeah, what's the question? Toxic, about toxic relationships. Right, so, like, <laughs> like even, like, love kills, right? Like, that that statement, like, you know, like, um, this, um, this space that um, we were pulling from, like, I don't feel like it was a toxic uh, space because I feel like um, I feel like sometimes like it just is. Yeah. You you, you understand what it's I'm saying? Good. Like love, right? Like yeah. love is love is a mixture of things. Like people only want to most people only only want to accept like the good part of love, right? The good side of love, the pretty, mm-hmm. right? I only want love if it's pretty. They don't want like you know. Uh, love when it's ugly, yeah. you know, and and that's not even that. Like, what are your what are your expectations of love if you only want it when it's good? Yeah, it's not. It's conditional at that point. One hundred percent conditional. Yeah. And then who told us? Who told like you know people be like yeah that's not love. So love is only supposed to be like kind. Yeah. Because then that that doesn't feel real. Like nothing is just one thing. You know what I mean? Like. Like this whole thing has to be balanced out. So um, going back to to answer your question, like it's just like this. Um, it's just like having you know uh, being in a relationship and being madly in love and the relationship feeling um, 
and feeling like yo, you you you're torn apart, like you you know, like you was left in pieces, like you were broken, like feeling like you know this breakup, damn near killed you. Mm. And oh yeah, I felt that. <laughs> you know, I think we've all been there, like you know, like is one of the most right, like you literally feel like you are dying. And yeah. I'm not saying this because I'm a female. Like I got homeboys that call me like. <laughs> I don't want to kill this bitch. You know what I mean? Can't even breathe, like, cause it's it's heavy. Like when it hits you, it hits you. Like, so like, um, that's how I felt. Like, and I feel like it has the, it has the uh, potential to strip away like the sunniest days. So it's like, you know, all living things, like mm-hmm. not just you, like when you in that space and, you know, you 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 in that dark space, you going through a breakup and, you know, you especially when it's nasty, it was a nasty situation, yeah. you know, like it's times I, I done called, uh, I done called my best friend like, yo, it's 90 degrees outside and she like, what, it is? Yeah, it is, like it's sun, like, you know, like, but because you, in that dark space because you in that sunken place because you so deep in it you so deep in 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 love you know and that that side of love like because you know you could be deep in you know uh, many parts of love like but you so deep in that part of love like you don't even realize that the sun is out the trees is growing spring is here you know uh, flowers is blossoming like you don't you don't see that so that's what I meant by like, you know, love kills all living things. That was just me, you know what I mean, um, shouting out everybody um, in spring that was going through a breakup, mm. like, just in case. I want them, you know what I mean, just really just in case you ain't noticed, like, you know, yeah, yeah flowers is blossoming, like, the season is changing. Don't get caught up in, don't get stuck in that shit that happened in spring, you know. So we, you, did, you talked about the toxic relationship. And, you know, I feel like that's like a buzzword now, toxic. Yeah, I hate it. Like, I hate <laughs> it. Like, to- yeah, like, it's like, oh, a toxic relationship. I don't even, like, I do know it exists. Like, you know, yeah. there are toxic relationships. Like, when I think of a toxic relationship, I think of, like, a relationship that's a relationship where negative energy is constantly being, like, circulated. Mm. Constantly. Like, that's what I think about, like, toxic. Like, yeah. all y'all doing is, like, pushing negativity mm. you know what i mean like um but if you in a situation with someone and some like some days are good some days are bad like it's not toxic like yeah it's just people like y'all just two human beings trying to figure this shit out like and balance this you know what i mean like yeah, yeah like it's not like um yeah and that's that's the thing too it's like you could do one thing that somebody thinks is toxic and all of a sudden you're like a toxic person. Yo, I sw- yes. Yo, <laughs> I literally got broken up with like last Sunday. I mean, I was I did handle that situation wrong, but still like I'm like what? Like, <laughs> what happened? Like Yeah, it was like it, it is like it is. It did it's it's like I don't know, I feel like when would been. like speaking of that, like when would you think is the right time for somebody to walk away from a toxic situation like you know like um i know you said usually like if there's a constant i think when you're compromised uh, excuse me i think when uh wait ask me a question again 
like when do you think is that last straw you know because like you were saying like a toxic relationship is when negative energy is constant but some people get stuck in that constant it's normal right. to them you know so it's like um i think when uh your happiness is being compromised mm-hmm. uh, and your health is mm-hmm. being compromised like yeah because like any relationship should be like fruitful yeah. you know what i mean like if if you're not growing in your relationship, then it's time to have a conversation. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, whether it's uh, a romantic relationship, a friendship, like, even with my friends, it's like, yo, we got to grow together. Like, yeah. we got to, like, we can't be doing the same thing we was doing, like, five years ago, three years ago. Like, we can't be having these same conversations. Like, we can't be... Like, it has to be, like, you know, growth and develop. We can't be, like, letting each other get get away with the same bullshit and justify, like, you know, the same behaviors. And um, so I think, like, you know, uh, even, like, when it comes down to, like, being toxic, there are people, you know, uh, it can also live in friendships. Like, it's not just, like, relationships. Like, it could also live, you know, within relationships between, like, you and a family member, like, siblings, like, but people only use it in reference to like they significant other like I, I also felt like um so this is another conversation i was having uh the other day i have a lot of conversations <laughs> uh, and um someone asked me or someone told me that you can't teach love and i disagree you know i i yeah i i i disagree with that and um I disagree with that because I feel like if if I was told that, and this is something that I, you know, like I'm gonna tell my kids, like if I was if I was told that love is an emotion that is reflected through behavior. Period. Love is an emotion that is reflected and expressed through behavior. That's all you need to know. That is the teaching. That is the lesson. You love me, fine. What does that look like? Yeah, that's you know, yeah. At this age, I feel like I don't want to teach, and I think like a lot of people, it, and it could be a setup for failure for like a lot of like people where you feel like you kind of almost feel like you shouldn't have to teach people how to love you. And I think like because I used to put that standard on like a lot of guys. Like I feel like if you don't do certain things, like um, like chivalry, if you're not the type of guy that's gonna open a door, get a flower, or do something like stuff like that, is like. I don't want to teach those things. You almost feel like somebody should come equipped with that. But the reality is, like, that's not always, that's not true. Like, you have to sometimes right. show people what love is because I've or, dealt with people that didn't get love. Right. So or I you, was, yeah. Or you got to, not or, and you have to teach people how to love you. Mm. You know, like, because if you want me to just treat you how I treated the last person, then that might not be your definition of love. Like, you know, everybody has different love languages. So the moment you feel like I'm not going to teach this person how to love me, because that's what you're saying. It's not like I'm not going to teach this person how to love. No, you're saying I'm not going to show this person how to love me. Yeah. You know, they should just already know. And that's kind of selfish when I think about it. That's horrible. It's like, how, how should I know? Like, you know, like... And that's not the start of a healthy relationship. You know, like, that goes back to willingness. Like, if I'm just meeting you, you should be willing to um, teach me things about yourself, like, so I can explore who you are, so I can make, you know, like, 
the right decisions, like so I could behave in the correct way, and so that I could love on you like properly. Because if not, then should I be mad at you that you set me up for failure? Like, and I have felt like this, you know, like in my relationship, like you want me to fail. You, you know, it's like in my relationship, I feel like I don't feel like that right now. Yeah. But there were times where I felt like, damn, do you want me to fail? Like, cause I, I'm trying to win. Like, yeah, I'm trying to win over your heart. Like, work. Yeah, meet me halfway. Is like, you know, or it's like the first time you meet somebody, right? It's like, I might get you flowers. I might buy you. Um, I don't know, like. Uh, I don't know, I might buy you something, like whatever it is that you like, take you out to I'm doing all of these things to figure out like, yo, what's your thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I gotta test it out. Once I find out what's your thing, then I don't like my job, like shouldn't your job be like to keep the person happy? Yeah. Like, you know, like it's it's a lot of things that it sounds easier. Like I'm making this shit sound super easy. Like everything's always easier said than done. Right, <laughs> but we have to like you have to teach people. Like I know for sure. Like you know, I'm a I'm a super complex person. Like I'm not easy to deal with. I'm not easy to love. Like you may not know my triggers. You know, like it's certain things that I take um, as disrespect that you might not be aware of. Like, and I, you know, I even look at some of my friends. Like their relationships are completely different than mine. Like the way they interact with their spouse is different than how I interact with my spouse. Like they might be cursing at each other and. You know, like, I don't, you know, I don't speak to my partner like that. Like, we ain't, you know what I mean? If we cursing each other out, like, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. And we both know it's a problem. It's not like, it's a good day. I'm like, yo, bitch, come here. Yeah. No, I'm not, I don't speak like that. <laughs> you know, but you, you know, and I'm not judging nobody that does. Like, it's just everything. Everybody different, is different, right? You got to learn that. Like, have I dealt with um, people that were okay with me speaking to them like that? Yes. You know, like, but the person I'm dealing with now, like, that's not flying. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah like, I don't know. You got to mean what you say, say what you mean. Because some people be... I swear to God, yeah. like, I was just told that. Like, yeah. right, I was just told that. Like, yeah. like, so why you said it if you ain't mean it then? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I was just talking shit. And then it's, I think it's also just, like, the person you're dealing with, like, their age, their experience, where they come from, like, you know, their tolerance level, where you at. Um, and language is so, like, again, like, you know, we spoke about, like, conversation. Language is so powerful. Like, it be certain shit I don't even be wanting to throw in the air. Like, I don't even be wanting to say because it's so cancerous, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm sitting here and if I'm sitting here and um, if I'm sitting here amongst a room full of people and I'm cursing my partner out or I'm just using certain language, like, when talking to my spouse, then why should anybody else in the room like have a certain level of respect for her. Yeah. You know, if you know maybe it's a him for whoever, but you know her and him, like yeah. you know, it like disrespect is a cancer. It is. It is. Yeah. All right. So I just wanna because another element of the podcast is like spirituality. Uh, sometimes I hinge on that. So before we close, I just wanted to ask you like because I remember on the phone you were saying um, that you felt like you were in a good space and yeah. I, like, you know, and you, cause you usually don't do interviews. So yeah, I do yeah. appreciate you. Right. Right. I don't do interviews at all, yeah. but I had to, you're my roommate. It's different. Yes, like, I appreciate you know, people don't, you gotta yeah. be in college to understand like that, yeah, that your vibe. roommate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember times I was depressed in college and yeah. 
you was getting me food. Like, I don't oh, know if you yeah. remember those, those days. It back, like, yeah. I'm like, I ain't leaving this room. I don't care. <laughs> You'll just call slide food on my desk. I'm like, damn, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. happy I had a room, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same here. Um, but I want to ask you, like, do you have any particular, like, spiritual grounding practices that you do? You know, people are into yoga, meditation, different things. So, like, is there, like, anything in particular that you do to, like, get yourself centered? Um... I have a really good friend. Um, her name is Elizabeth, and she's into uh, mindfulness. Okay. So we we have like a lot of we do like uh, um, different like mindfulness activities. Like we have like a lot of uh, different conversations, like challenging conversations. I actually got a lunch date with her on the first Monday tomorrow. Oh, yeah, like the time so fast. <laughs> um, so she has like changed my life in so many different ways like um and just even down to just like challenging certain things that you know like I say like I could sit there I'll sit in conversation and be like um I'm not a judgmental person and then right after that my following statement is a judgment statement and it's like yeah you know like or even even uh, one thing uh, she pointed out to me was um the term should, you know, like when you suggest, you know, suggest suggesting that somebody should have done this or should do that. That's a judgment mm-hmm. because what you're doing is like you're basically you're basically saying that like, yo, you know, what's best. You know, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, like that, yeah. right. And, it's, and it, I could easily challenge that. Like, why should I have done that? You know, like it makes you it, it comes across like you kind of like belittling what was originally done Mm -hmm. and you know like you know the better way which is a judgment yeah you know like um so it's 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 a lot like or um and it's it's not just her too like you know like um I got a homeboy too like he's like we have like really good conversations like so it's not so much like uh spiritual like I don't know if it's if it's spiritual or it's just like a higher level of like consciousness, like which might be the same thing. Like I'm not. Some people, yeah. I yeah, I'm not sure. It's the same thing to try to tap into that, but it's like you don't have right. to have a particular right. set thing because we're well, most people think we're spirits already, and like right. the body is just a shell. So 100, percent 100. percent I think it's all the same. Mindfulness yeah. to me is like a spiritual practice. Yeah. So I don't. I don't have like an actual. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have like an actual uh, spiritual practice, but um, I do know we live in a spiritual world, and yeah. you know, there's a lot of magic like, um, out here. Like even like within myself, like it'd be things that just be like blowing my mind like oh shit um but yeah like I want to get into like uh meditation it's just so hard for me to meditate because it's hard for me to be present I'm constantly like planning and strategizing and thinking like about the future or you know next season next month next spring you know um and what I do like you know what I've chosen as a career it forced you to like live in the future yeah you know like and Gotta think ahead. Right. Like in order to like, you know, meditate, like you gotta be here. Yeah. You gotta be present. So it's tough like yeah, that's that's a challenge for me. 
Yeah, it was hard for me to do it. I meditate a little bit now because I, I used to have really bad anxiety. Yeah, so I've been having bad anxiety. Yeah, meditation started to kind of help me with that. But I was actually just re-watching the episode that um, the Angie Martinez did an interview with J. Cole. It's like an old one. I think he was performing at... I love uh, Cole. Yeah, so... And he talks about that. And the way he breaks it down, it's like, I think you would like, like yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, the way he breaks down meditation and like how you could... um. Like, it's okay, because a lot of people freak out, because, like, my mind is not quiet. But even that's okay. Like, how he said it, he was like, you know, the fact that you realize that, that's the meditation. Because, like, right. you're you're bringing that awareness to the fact right. that your mind is. It's, right, you know? so you're here. Yeah. Because if you wasn't present, then you would never been able to come up with that realization. And you can let it. You know, you can let it flow. Right. You know, because right. I, I used to panic like that a little bit at first with, with meditation. I'm like, I can't sit still. It's not... But, you know, it's, right. it's, it's like a muscle eventually, but I, I don't do it a lot. But Right. But very few people, like, I, like I'm constantly, like, self-reflecting. Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a little bit too much. I'm super hard on myself. Like, you know, I know when I'm super hard on myself and I feel like um, I'm aware, you know, like, of a lot of a lot of things, like, when it comes down to who I am. You know, and I feel like that comes with a certain level of responsibility. So I'm constantly like conflicted, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. and like, com- like I'm in between like the person. I'm in between who I want to become and who I am. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and yeah, that's that's like tough. Like that's a tough that's a tough space. And then just, you know, even now, today on my way over here, like I got like some crazy ass news. Like I'm just. You know, I wanted to flip, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I rather I rather just figure it out. Yeah. Like I ain't I ain't about to be crying over shit. I ain't about yeah. to be sitting here wasting time. Like yeah. I ain't about to be sitting here feeling some type of way about people. Like mm-hmm. sometimes people do the best that they could do, and sometimes they don't. Yeah. You know, either way, like you got to keep going. Like you can't mm-hmm. forget the plan, the mission, mm-hmm. and you got to be you got to be resilient in this shit. Like it's really not a game. Like the moment you're distracted, the moment you just you know you let yourself like. Um, fall off like ain't nobody waiting around for you ain't nobody you know gonna hold your hand in this shit like ain't nobody gonna you know what i mean i missed six months because i'm depressed like yeah how many people gonna be looking for jj grant you know like you can't you can't afford to like you can't afford no timeouts yeah. like you gotta play the game like even if you know yet you twisted your ankle, you tore your ACL, whatever the case is. Like, you got to play the game with injuries, Yeah. you know, like, and that goes back to, like, showing up in the room and not being, you know, that strong, long, long stem rose, you know, like, mm-hmm. some of your pedals is missing, mm-hmm. some of your, you know, your leaves has fallen, mm-hmm. but yeah. I made it to the championship, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so that's why I feel like, However I arrive, like, as long as I've arrived, and, and that might sound extreme to most people, but I ain't doing this shit not to win. You know, like, yeah, like, we gotta, yeah, like, like, why would you, why would you show up for practice? Why would you bust your ass every day, like, be a part of a team, and you don't want to win a ring? Yeah. Like, I ain't, I don't, I don't really get that. Like, so, it's a hobby? 
Yeah, right, like, cause that's like a hobby, right? Like, if you just, yeah, right, if you just doing it, that's a hobby. Yeah, it's, it's no real intention behind it. Right, yeah. this ain't my hobby. Like, yeah. I'm super intentional, and I, I want to be like even more, you know, intentional. Like, as I go on. Um, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Something of That Essence. I'm with uh, JJ, and yeah, JJ is here. JJ Grant. Um, you can find on social media, right? Um, yep. Um. JJ Grant NYC. Mm -hmm. Shit, I almost forgot my social media. <laughs> JJ Grant NYC. The website is uh, Um You might not see a picture of me, but you'll see the robots. Like, yeah. It's and, dope content. It's, yeah, George right. UN, so yeah. Right, yep. So um, everything, you know, that we produce is made from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's comfort wear. Like, I try to uh, produce different style. I, I try to produce styles that would cater to someone like the day after a breakup. Mm. You know, like, so, you know, just feeling like shit and being able to throw this sweater on or throw these sweatpants on and just feel like, you know, um, self-soothing, like mm -hmm. the self-soothing aspect of uh, recovering or trying to recover. Yeah. yeah, that's what I hope for, like, the clothes to provide. Hey, y'all. So I didn't get to record a proper outro the day that we did that interview. So I just wanted to pop in and thank you for listening. It was a great time sitting down with JJ. It was a really good vibe. And I just really hope that you guys enjoyed this conversation. You could check out the video on YouTube at my YouTube channel. It is Vibe with TQ. I hope this reaches you in good health and good spirits. It's your girl, Journal TQ. Signing out.